Hey everybody! Hey you guys, what's up? Welcome to the potty. My name is Ibrahim. And my name is Asad. And uh, I hope everybody's having a great day. I hope things are going well for you guys. Welcome back, welcome back, or hello first times, or... Oh yeah, dude, I can't even imagine how many new people... I mean, probably not that much, but... Whenever we make like podcast ideas and stuff like that, episode ideas, I'm always like... If someone's first time is listening to this podcast episode, what would they think? <laughs> you know, I think about that too. Just because, like, you know, like, uh, the people we watch online, they have, like, inside jokes and stuff like that that the yeah. viewers get. And then new people jump in, they don't know. But it, part of the process is you figure it out, and then after that, you're like, I'm in it now. Yeah, that's, yeah, true. true so true, we'll true. have our, well, you know how Tristan used to be like, no one knows more. Yeah. No one knows. They'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. And then they'll know who we're talking about. When we bring on people, guests, whatever, they'll figure it out. Yes. Anyway. But yeah, I hope everybody's doing great. I'm feeling I'm feeling really good, pumped about the podcast. It might be the caramel macchiato that Ibrahim got me that yeah. might make me be feeling some type of way. Coffee, caffeine, um, episode three. I don't know what I had a crazy day. Like, I was, like, super busy, so I was expecting myself to be very, very tired. But um, I, I found some energy last minute. Coffee energy. Coffee, coffee energy. equals energy. Coffee <laughs> does equal energy in some weird way. Coffee is also technically a drug true question mark or not a drug i forget the addiction a disease neurochemical a neurochemical caffeine is a neurochemical but then isn't like serotonin or what's the one for happiness dopamine and serotonin yeah isn't that also a drug not a drug per se but or whatever you call it comes from the effect of drugs what do you just call caffeine neurochemicals yeah so isn't yeah serotonin and dopamine are uh hormones yeah, but isn't there a thing where it's like if you have uh, happiness, whatever, serotonin, dopamine, that could be considered uh, labeled as either like a drug or like a addiction? Mm, yes. What's yeah. what I'm looking for? You can be, you can be addicted not to necessarily itself, but the high. Yeah. Because that. then the crash sucks. That's why people like they, when they do like weed or something like that, they'll be like, yeah, I'm addicted to like the feeling, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's why when if i hope no one does but you know if you do molly like they recommend yeah. you like spread it out over like a month month period because if you have it too quickly it the drug itself floods your brain with so much dopamine that if you hit it so hard and you hit the withdrawals really hard you will literally have dopamine withdrawals and you'll fall into like a depression you know um we talked about this when we went to the lake house trip a couple months ago i was talking with our friends about it and I read this article where one guy, I think he took like Molly or something, like some like really strong drug, and he was still in his trip like five years later. What? And he was like, "Yeah, that's what happens. I took this drug once, and I'm still in the trip." Dude. And so people are saying like nowadays, like those strong drugs could be laced by something, or, or I don't know, you're just not used to it. But the trips could last longer. It's not like normal drugs anymore. And I always thought that was really weird but interesting because most people are like yeah you know i took x drug and you know it was just a couple hours or just a couple days and now i'm chilling um but this guy was living it for like five years i think it might have been molly or something strong like that that's nuts though dude imagine like that's like a matrix moment like you didn't you you realize like five years go by and you're like i'm still not done yeah and it's still not out of the matrix and which by the way great movie i actually watched it for the first time a couple weeks ago what you haven't seen it I know everything about it just because of pop culture, but like I never actually sat down and watched it. Did you watch the first one or all of them? So when I was a kid, I owned the DVD, but oh. because it was R, me and my brother were like, we'll be good kids and not watch this. Uh, Can't relate. Uh, but then I watched a couple weeks ago for my film class. Oh. And it's amazing. Yeah. It's honestly really... There's still a lot of artifacts from like bad filmmaking that I can see in it, like certain 
shot styles, lengths, and like certain plot devices. When was it made? 99. Right before the turn of the century. Because what's wild is they're making a new one. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm actually glad that like coincidentally, I got forced into watching the movie to the lead up of the next one. But I don't know if I want them to make a new, new one. You know oh, what I mean? Dude, that's a whole podcast episode. <laughs> oh my God. We need, I'm going to write that down later. I'll, uh, I'll briefly talk about it, but like just yeah, for like Matrix for it. itself, I don't know if I want, because they left it fine. They didn't need to pick it back up. And they, they do that for a lot of movies. They don't need to. That's why I'm saying this is a whole on. thing, dude. Anyway, we'll talk I about could, I could rant about like Ghost of Tsushima, The Last of Us, like all these t- video game TV shows and movies that are coming out. Uh, remakes, anime remakes, all this, all this stuff. It, the milking of nostalgia is kind of crazy, dude. Because it, it, it works, I guess. You know, financially. Uh, what should I call? Oh, it's this? gonna be called The Matrix Resurrection. Reruns and wow. remakes. He's writing down the actual remasters. topic right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I really don't want to forget that. That was that was gold. So, sorry, what were we saying before the Matrix? Um, um he was in the he, trip. Yeah, he was on a trip. But can you imagine, like, you're living a normal life. We all just live it, whatever. And then one day you take a drug and you're in that weird little trip. And then you never come out of that trip. So that trip is your new normal. In a way, you can describe a lot of things in that context. Like, for example, you don't know what love feels like. And then randomly you fall in love. And then you feel the world. When you're when you're in a relationship with someone. Um, I've talked about this with, you know, Priyanka a couple of times. Yeah. That, like, you kind of forget what you were like when you were single true yeah whatever you know how like you sometimes when you're single you're so lonely that you like just want a partner right i don't even remember what that feels hey, like bro, saying a little too close to home sorry, relax bro, sorry, <laughs> but i just remember like there were days where i would like come home flop on my bed with my phone and i'd be like i have no one to test hey. and i would feel so sad but now that's me i don't even remember that i don't even feel it yeah anymore. essentially yeah so in the same way like yeah you're in a world where you're permanently changed, yeah. right? Like your brain is changed. Oh, I mean, trauma could do the same thing, yeah. right? Learning something that you never wanted to learn, you know, meeting an idol and then they turn out to be bad. That dude. Never meet your idols. So many times that's happened to me and I'm always like, dude, Michael Jackson, I just can never look at <laughs> the same again. My mom loves MJ, like loves MJ. We pro- I can probably talk about this another time, but like she listened to him nonstop. Uh, like I know almost all the lyrics, all the songs. <laughs> and I, I told my mom, like, I, I kind of looked at my mom, and she probably heard something on the news. And I was like, hey, mom, did you know that Michael Jackson? And she cut me off, and she was like, don't tell no. me. No. Please. Don't say anything. <laughs> Just let me have this. And I was like, okay, mom. Sorry. I didn't say I anything. Didn't I'm not breathing. I I'm not here. I didn't mean to break break your heart. But yeah. Um, but it was weird, because, like, he, he talked about, like, yeah, certain, like, lights or certain, like, motions, like, still mess him up. You know, and whenever you're in, like, a trip, you can have lights make you want to throw up or whatever he's like i still get all of that and i'm like wow wild never do drugs kids i hope that guy's doing okay man it's been I, like five his years, brain dude. was actually be exhausted yeah remember how i was telling you i i don't know if you talked about this on the podcast but like how the incredible hulk cannot infinitely get stronger i've talked about this with a lot of people actually i think did, did i ever explain to you like how that works like mm, my theory i feel like you told me this once but it was like a long time ago so basically it's like the brain at certain points, right? It kind of just like shuts off emotions or feelings, hormone production, things like that. If it finds that it's unnecessary and like unprofitable, un, un it's if it's not useful for your bodily functions. So, for example, if oh, you're I think we did talk about this. Yeah, really, yeah. Ang- yeah, yeah. If you're really angry, like the Hulk, right, about something, 
but it doesn't like gain you anything. You're not getting any dopamine or anything to pro- prove to your body that it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. You're new, no nutrients or anything. All your body's doing is wasting hormones and chemicals and energy, making you feel those emotions. At a certain point, your body will just be like, cease. And cease. it'll stop making you feel angry or whatever. Like That's why sometimes you can go so long and think about something, and then all of a sudden you're just like not mad anymore. Yeah. If it really is low priority enough, it just... So that's why I think the Incredible Hulk at some point will have a cap. Because he, if his brain is still human, which, you know, we assume it is, it's got to have some sort of natural stop, Maybe. stopping point. Maybe. But I um, think of, like, the new movie the where he became, uh, or became one, whatever. One Bruce, with the... Bruce became one with his... What are, you, are you talking about in Infinity War? Yeah, when he became put on his glasses. Oh, yeah, and he's yeah, doing yeah. When, like, yeah when Professor he Hulk, one. like he was like yeah, yeah. he was like one with the Hulk at all times. Yeah, it was at like that calm. point, would it still that was be so weird, dude? That was so yeah. weird. I do. You know, I don't know if they confirmed a solo Hulk movie, but like they're gonna continue his character arc even oh. further after Infinity War. Like they kind of sprinkled it how like after Infinity War he went back to being Bruce Banner just fine, right? Maybe interesting. Yeah, because because in the original movie he was trying to conquer the original original movie like back back then he was trying to conquer Hulk and so at the end of the movie he was just kind of a cabin in the middle of nowhere trying to conquer Hulk. Yeah, and then like his arc was like learning how to get, get be one with Hulk, and then after that it was like, um, he 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 is scared. Hulk is scared, and I can't get him to come out. Before the problem was like he won't stop coming out, and now yeah. it's like he won't come out for me. And then after the blip, they're like super fused, right? Uh, and then, like, I don't, you know, spoilers for, like, Shang-Chi, I guess, or, like, some of the newer Marvel movies, but, like, in After Credits and things like that, we see Bruce back to normal with his cast on his arm, right? Yeah. So, like, that means that no, he, wasn't. he came down, yeah. And when Captain America went flying? Mm. When Captain America went back to re- re- return everything, he was still on his... No, no, no. Professor At the flight. In the After Credits for Shang-Chi? Oh. Bruce yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he was chilling, back right? to normal, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't really notice until now, but, like, yeah, he came, he came down from being the Hulk, you know, the permanent Hulk form. Maybe it was because his wrist got so effed up. I don't really know, but you know it, it happened. So you know, maybe, maybe there's know. maybe there's more to more to that story. I all I know is that the directors of the Avengers, the, the Russos, right? They were like, we're telling his story throughout the movies. He's not going to get his own movie until way later. But I remember hearing a couple weeks ago that they're doing one now. Maybe. Which by the oh, that's a whole yeah milking it's... milking nostalgia reruns remakes. That's a whole other podcast. Episode. But the way they did Hulk in the new movies, like all the Avenger movies was he was still figuring himself out because in the first movie avengers movie uh black widow went to go find him in that little hut yeah which means and he he didn't he wasn't able to control himself back then yeah which means the first first hulk movie is not related no no it still is the one that didn't have the actor for bruce banner right now it's still considered part of the mcu and part of canon but he kind of started getting him under control towards the end of the first movie i think what happened was they learned to stop being as afraid of him, but they were, he was still not under control. And then in Age of Ultron, what happened was they they controlled Bruce individually and Hulk individually. Yeah, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about Bruce himself. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Bruce could not control Hulk. They had to control Hulk around, like, you know, back when yeah, they did yeah. the weird hand rub thing. The weird little... And then the when, when Scarlet Witch did that thing to the Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. I think he said something about how it, like, really made him sad, like, it messed him up. And then at the end of Age of Ultron, like, he was so sad that he flew off into space. And then Thor Ragnarok happened where, oh, yeah, only Hulk, right? He wouldn't, he was, Hulk, Bruce yeah. would not come back, right? Bruce um, was, like, the, the 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 inferior one. Anyway, Hulk, Hulk be, is crazy. Would he be labeled as, uh, what's that one thing? Bipolar? No, as... Uh, D.I.D.? Yeah. Yeah. 
multiple whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because Hulk exists as a separate entity in his head. What does he think it stands for? Um, dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. So he has multiple disorders. I forget. They changed the, the name. It used to be uh, uh, multiple personality disorder. Yeah, that's what I was But then about. they made it like a more clinical definition to DID yeah. dissociative because the identities don't associate. And then there was like another branch. I'd have to whip out the textbook <laughs> and the DSM and everything to actually figure this out. Which, psychology is also another episode yeah. topic probably someday. Me and Ibrahim were both like really into psychology, especially in high school. We had like a lot of school projects and things. I was about to be a psych major, but yeah. then my parents were like, no. And I was like, okay. I took a psych class and an anthropology class, so I basically know everything there is about being human. I decided to take a humanities class instead of any of that stuff. Humanities is the same. Almost the same. Yeah, but humanities so far has been boring. <laughs> Maybe you just didn't have a good class. Probably, but I've just been learning about Greek mythology so far. That is, yeah. I think you guys, you were lear- literally learning about, like, philosophical humanity. Yeah. Rather than, like, the closest the, the culture of humanity over time. Yeah, the closest we've gotten to, like, humanities as, like, we know it, it I think, is, like, during uh, Antigon and when, what's her dad's name, when... when when he slept with his mother, biological mother, not actually knowing that it was a biological mother. What was that guy do? Oh, yeah, a, 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 a Oedipus. Oedipus, that one. Yeah. During that, I had to write an essay for it, and it was essentially just like the closest we got to humanities, philosophy, all that was uh, social hierarchy and woman in that social hierarchy. So did y'all yeah, not talk about like cavemen and then nope. like the evolution, Homo erectus, and then nope. uh, transitioning and then none of that? No, I went through the module and I'm like, dude, this is boring it's kind of weird like this is another class i signed up for but I i'm like currently we, having an a in it so we, really we went through like the whole history like how mr um stamets for uh yeah, yeah. uh u.s hi- or world history we literally went from like ooga booga times all the way to like yeah. you know modern industrial times yeah but no honestly we're just talking about that right now and yeah. he has like asian uh, empires and aztec empires stuff like that but i'm getting closer we're but that's just like random like side stuff we don't even talk about those those are like, oh, if you're curious, here's this. But we're not talking about any of that. It's kind of random. I do agree. I yeah. see what you're saying. And we just go watch movies. You know the movie we went and watched a little while ago? That I don't really know where the connection is. Uh, oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and the new movie the new movie that he wants us to watch that's like next week or something like that is Snowpiercer. You know the one where they're on the train and they're going around the world for that a year? That actually sounds kind of cool. I might, I, might, I might come with you to watch that. I'm done. I don't mind. But And I'll bring my ID this time, just in case. But I don't know what he's doing in this class. I don't know. Um, I think, I think Edge of Tomorrow had like very little things to do. That that was the first movie that we watched. Yeah, because it was like it was kind of like just an action thing with like minimal human commentary. Yeah. Even when we were trying to talk about it with the panel of professors, like even they, they couldn't. They couldn't really. Connect I had so it. many questions, Ibrahim. Oh my god, if I asked them, <laughs> we were in that like one situation where like you know college kids are being dry and no one's asking questions. So then me and Ibrahim were like, we we got to do something. And then right when they did that, they were like, all right, yeah, questions closed. Yeah, so that was like, okay, so the, the way the movie works is you watch the movie, and this is for English classes, humanities classes, and social studies, stuff like that, right? It's just extra credit. You go to the, watch a movie, at the end of the movie, you get a little pamphlet, and there's a discussion uh, panel. You're allowed to ask whatever questions you want during the discussion panel, but essentially, like, four people were asking all the questions out of, I'm going to say, like, 20 people there. Yeah, tell them right. And I was like, this is really boring. And I thought it was like, bro, I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to ask. I got it. And then as soon as he's about to ask a question, the lady goes, okay, that's enough questions for today. Thank you all for coming out today. Uh, we have a raffle. <laughs> actually unfortunate, bro. And I thought it was like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, actually. I guess. Actually unfortunate. But yeah, no, it's uh, 
I don't know what the cost is. That's fine. We'll figure it out. As long as I'm getting an A in it, I'm chilling. Oh, something I did want to talk to you about because like it's just kind of been. Oh wait, wait. By the way, we don't have a bathroom review today, right? I think like I'm not really feeling it. Yeah. I don't really. Th- I haven't gone to any interesting bathrooms. I would say. So I think we're. I haven't we're been gonna, to interesting bathrooms. We're gonna I've pass to the like, bathroom review. Franchise wise bathrooms, but those are like just the normal bathrooms you go to. Yeah. There's something about like the the standard copy paste sticky bathroom. The thing is, like, it's not one of the things I was t- I was telling you about, like when I was talking about franchise bathrooms is. Today, when I went to like into like a Starbucks bathroom, it wasn't the normal copy paste bathroom, which is why I was confused. What do you mean? So, like, you know how like Starbucks bathrooms look? The mm-hmm. one you cleaned mm-hmm. as a Starbucks employee? Oh, yes, sir. The one near my house, the Starbucks near my house, is not does not have the same bathroom as the Starbucks in your house. Near what did where it look like when you walked in? Because there's always one big one and one, one slightly smaller one. It was, it was the bigger one. Okay. And what did it look like, like the, shape-wise? For yours? Uh, no, no, no. The, the new one. The, the, the one that I that's near my house... All inside of it was the black tiles, and the bathroom, the toilet was a lot nicer, the sink was a lot nicer, they had an air dryer and a towel dryer. Hmm, that is new. And they had, like, a way better mirror. And I walk into yours, and it looks like I walked into a Wendy's. Interesting. Yeah, the Starbucks bathroom is pretty much just, like, black walls, tile, weird ceramic toilet, weird ceramic sink, weird mirror... Granted, dispenser, granted trash can. the lights they had in there were kind of cool. They had those like weird like rustic lights that hang right next to the mirror. And they were really cool. I was like, wow, out of this whole dump, you'll have some nice lights. All right, I, I only you. cleaned that bathroom like once or twice. So I don't really remember that one as much as my yeah. actual stores. I think they're going for like a rustic bathroom look, a rustic look in general for Starbucks. But I don't know. I, I, I noticed that certain like franchises, Starbucks, McDonald's, whatever, whatever, they have different bathrooms sometimes. And I was like, why? Aren't you the same people copy-pasting everything? I think, I mean, like, in a certain sense, you're correct because they are given the blueprints from the company, from the franchisee to just copy-paste like, it in there. Yeah. But I think every now and then you get something nice. Like, for example, at but Starbucks. But this wasn't nicer. This was just At a Starbucks, we have, down. like, I forget what the name formally is, but, like, it's not It's not that there was, like, a rented place that we put a Starbucks in. It's, it's like a sponsored Starbucks. I think it's called an executive Starbucks or like a no clue company, something, but basically like it, there's like one on one of the college campuses, right? Yeah. It's not that the place had a rented space that Starbucks hosted. That's a normal franchise situation, right? Where someone owns a space and they want to convert it into a restaurant. Yeah. What happened was the college asked to host a Starbucks there. So there's like special stuff there because it's like directly company associated Starbucks, but they also have a lot tighter rules. Like you can't get a free drink if you're an employee. Like everything's different. It's a corporate. I think it's called a corporate store. I think that's what Maybe it is. Maybe I don't know. But like those ones have the really nice bathrooms because they're like the bumped up versions. Yeah, yeah. So I think maybe ones. it was like something like that. Maybe I'm, I don't I, know. I'm not sure. I think franchises in general, they just trip me out. Cause like, not only do I not hate like big brands and like monopolies on stuff, but when we go into like these restaurants and these bathrooms that all look the same, I, I zone out. I literally just stop paying attention. That's mm-hmm. why bathroom review is kind of fun because like I started paying attention to the significant bathrooms, right? The yeah. cool ones, the ones that need shout outs. But mcdonald's poopy popeye's poopy like you know all the all of the standard locations yeah like yeah. it's like it's all pretty poopy yeah and uh, um poopy as in dirty and boring yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you for clarifying so like franchise even not you know excluding the bathroom franchise in general when i walk into like a popeye's i get the same gross sticky feeling as when i walk into a mcdonald's yeah because all i feel is like greasy unhealthy food copy-pasted minimum different menu yeah copy-pasted menu minimum service i mean i'm not saying service is bad i'm just saying that's the feeling right and i just like i don't don't feel for it i'm gonna try to make food at home 
it, it, it that feeling makes me not want to be there in a weird way. Have you? I think I've noticed a little more. I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or not, but I think there's a lot more people using the drive-through than actually going in person. Yes. Yeah. And I've been. I start. I realize that I've been that person. I started being that person to just go through the drive-through because I don't know a lot faster or whatever. Even if I like, I have time. I don't. I'm not in a rush. I'll just go through a drive-through. I th- I think, you know how like there's like those businesses like that one ice cream shop we went to I, or there is an ice cream shop and then like um like dutch and things like that where it's like oh, yeah drive through centric yeah, yeah right and there is a walk-in window but that's it's the it's emphasis is on the driver yeah, yeah. those businesses are cropping up more and more and dutch is one of those right yeah. and i think that is a natural response to people not wanting to get out of their cars not wanting to sit down but those, and are kind exposed. Of just, but those have never been like for example dutch bus has never been an actual sit-down Starbucks, for example. It's always been drive-thru only. I think it's just more popular now. Maybe. But the other ice cream place we're talking about, the frozen yogurt custard place, yeah. that's... Uh... Andy's, right? Andy's, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Amazing, that one has, amazing ice cream. That one has seats outside. I don't actually know. That one has kind of like benches outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It had like umbrellas. But mostly yeah. people just drive up to the closest parking spot. Sonic, too. Sonic know? is different, though. Sonic has their menu at the parking spot but like part of it is it's to replicate that old like diner feeling or no but diner when i was to... watching the graduate i actually realized there back in the day there was a style of driving in restaurant where it wasn't like drive through you would sit in the spot just like in song yeah. like they'd bring you food and you eat there and you leave instead of leaving you you don't leave your car so i that's what sonic is trying to emulate right have you ever been to the sandwich restaurant place called tommy's in california no but that sounds nice Tommy's essentially is you can't have this because your dietary restrictions, whatever you want to call it. But um, dietary restrictions. Hello, well, that's what I say when I don't want to like complicate yeah. it for people. I just say dietary um, restrictions. Your halal haram thing. Halal haram. Um, but essentially, it's like this, I guess, like chili burger type place joint. Whoa. Their original make, their original restaurant was no seats, no nothing. They'll give you a little countertop on the outside of the building, but that's essentially it. You order, you walk up like Dutch. Or like Andy's, when you walk up to the window, you order your thing. You can either go back to your car and just sit down and eat it there in your car, on your car hood, on the little, like, they have little counters at each little function, but they don't have seats anywhere. And then their new mm-hmm. their new location has, like, an actual diner, uh, dine-in, sit-down, whatever. But their original, original one is, like, literally the size of Dutch Bros. And they're like, yeah, we'll get you food right here, and you can sit in the parking lot or wherever the heck you want. We don't really care. Just eat. What, I mean, you kind and of by mentioned the way, the it. food's great. Like the, mm. anytime you go to Cali, that's honestly one of the biggest places that pops off. We probably should check out their bathroom. They don't have a bathroom. Really? Oh, the new one has a bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, but their bathroom it. is locked. Oh, we can talk about like, locked bathrooms. Oh god, dude, I got locked. So many. Oh, I gotta definitely minimize that one. It's fine. I got locked like, like so many bathrooms. Locked bathrooms as in like you need a key to get in or like a passcode or something like that. Oh, I'm thinking about like when we were kids and like you went to these really crappy franchise restaurants and sometimes the bathroom would, my worst fear was getting locked in the bathroom and it happened like twice. I was so yeah, afraid. I've done it before. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I mean, you kind of alluded to it, but do you prefer a certain way of interacting in a restaurant, a certain like sit down style or do you just, are you, are you really on the like drive through, get out of there quickly grind? Re- recently, I've been a lot of drive through Well, we go out for like bunches and stuff like that with the boys. I don't mind going in and just like hanging out, like sitting down and having a meal, getting up and then leaving. I honestly do not care much. Sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to go through a drive through But, but the sole reason is because 
I figured out if you do drive through or mobile order ahead, you just get your food faster. That is also true. So that's kind of like, I'm just lazy. I just want my food faster. I know in Starbucks, but in general businesses, they they prioritize the mobile orders yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly over that. the in-person orders. Yeah. So like drive throughs mobile orders, I just do that. If I'm, even if I'm going to McDonald's for their dollar large fries deal, I'll do it just drive through. I think restaurants to the cleanliness level of like Cane's or Starbucks. Yeah. Or uh, one other restaurant I'm not remembering the name of, like Nukes or something, I guess. But sure. it's not necessarily a reserved, like, super, like, uh, strict seating kind of yeah. thing. Those are the ones I love the most. Because, like, I love just taking up a sp- space with my friends and just sprawling out. Like, the masses whenever we go. Mm-hmm. And we just sit there and we just talk and talk and talk and eat and talk. I love that the most. Bro, we went to the Massey's. It's like in a middle, middle, uh, middle Eastern Med- place, Mediterranean, I Mediterranean restaurant. I did not know how to say Mediterranean, so I went to Middle Eastern. <laughs> it's a Mediterranean restaurant that, you know, just like essentially it's a buffet. We sat there for five hours and they didn't really care because we ate, paid, and got up and like we just sat there and ate. Yeah. I mean, like, especially in a restaurant like that, you're not taking anyone's seat too. Cause yeah, they had a lot huge. of seats. Yeah, they had a lot of seats. But and we were also weren't like obnoxious, but we every now and then would be like, "Hey, you still hungry? Right, let's go back in." That was the best feeling. And though, we sat just there being able for to get up and get hella food every time we wanted to. Mm, yeah, mm, mm. I was waiting for someone to walk out and be like, "Hey, guys, can you uh, leave?" Oh, speaking of, um, you know, a couple of episodes ago, uh, I think it was like episode seven, we talked about awkward stuff and the shift. Sure. Earlier in the episode, right, Ibrahim, I, y'all, I mean, y'all don't know because y'all can't see, but. Ibrahim adjusted his glasses, and at the same time he did it, I looked at him, crossed my like like moved my feet, crossed them, and then adjusted my own glasses. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at my hands and I was like, "Did I just do the shift?" <laughs> so it's yeah. real, guys. That happens. Uh, maybe it's because I think about it. Oh, is that why you looked at your hands? That's right why now? I looked at my hands. I was, really I was confused. like, "Oh I'm my like, god!" I was really confused. Like, did you do something? Did you? Because you texted someone and then you put your phone away, fix all your stuff, and then yeah, you yeah. looked at your hands. I'm like, did you? misclick something that uh, i just noticed i just kept talking i was like i don't know what, uh, what he's talking about i'm just gonna ask him later yeah anyway yeah well another thing that i was kind of thinking about this week was like uh so i don't know how many uh, of the listeners are like familiar but um the witcher is a mm-hmm. a book series started as a book series and then was adapted into video games and then the netflix tv show yeah i love the books i love the games and i think the tv show is pretty cool too I haven't watched any. Uh, I will definitely watch that with you. But uh, the I, I'm like, and I've played the games multiple times, like beaten 100% at everything, and uh, watched the show multiple times. But I never got into the book. Mm-hmm. So like the other day, I was like, I need an activity because of just yeah. other stuff we probably discussed in like college episodes. My lack of sleep and like not being able, I was like, I need to get off my phone a little earlier. I need an excuse in the day to wind down earlier and have an activity. And I, I've done this before. It's not the best distraction. But I was like, okay, well, I like reading-ish, yeah. right? And what better to read than something I'm already interested in? This second season comes out in December, so I was like, I can read the books in time. So I got the first two books, paperback. Uh, the Last you, you Wish. You got paperback? You're not reading online? I wish. I, <laughs> hard. I wish I wanted to. I think I'm going to do one of the next books, Audible. Because I want to know, I want to like feel the listening experience. Before you continue, are you an audible book. or are you or not an audible? Are you an electric reader or are you a paper hard copy reader? I prefer touching the book. Okay, cool. If it's if it's digital versus like audiobook, I would do audiobook. Oh, okay. If it's audiobook versus physical, I prefer physical book, and I'll elaborate, I guess, in a minute. So I started reading the book, right, and then 
like two and a half hours passed and I like got like through a hundred pages of the book and I was like, I like this. <laughs> I like this a lot. I like this. I still don't know like the proper form of holding like a book without it annoying, getting annoying over time. Are you laying down? Or are you sitting? What are you doing? I was kind of laying down like on my back, but not fully. It's and I was just... holding it open and then I like, did like some side stuff. I like held it like sideways and like, <laughs> tried to optimize how long That's my me whenever I'm last. trying to watch a movie at like 1 a.m. in my bed. I'm like, how do I hold my phone again? Exactly. And I, f- it, I as a reader am very slow. That was one of the reasons that I could never ever keep up with reading in school. Yeah. Because like I just could never finish the book. Even if I read every single day, I would never be able to finish it faster than the due dates that was set in class. Which kind of along for other reasons, like, really discouraged me from reading in school. Like, you know, we had to read that which his book for history. Yeah. Didn't, did not read it. Um, I read part of it, but it was like... Be good on you. Good on you. I, I read, read none I of it. only read the part that I needed for my essay. Well, I read the part that I also needed for my essay, but externally. And, but you read my essay, so and, you didn't really need to read it. And, yeah, I read it for uh, summary reasons. But yeah. I uh, don't... I couldn't read it, and... It also wasn't gripping, I guess. Maybe yeah, I didn't yeah. give it a try. But when I find a book and I read it, right? Part of my reading is like, I'm so slow because my imagination is so powerful. Yeah. Like, when I read, it's kind of like, I was I was talking to Al, I think about this a long time ago. It was like a 3D printer. Yeah. Right? Like, if you give me a lot longer time, I can process like the, the vivid images of the thing. And it's like all in my head, right? And it makes reading so much more fun because I'm having an adventure in my brain. Yeah. But if you ask me to read quickly, all I get is like a Mush. synopsis, yeah, like a <clears throat> a basic idea of the events. Yeah. Um, like for example, one of the stories in The Witcher had like a very in the air ending. You don't really know. You have to make uh, make your own interpretation. Right. And I was like, dude, I have my own. And I googled a bunch of other people, and so I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I would never it have even, you down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Right. I would never even ask that question. I would have literally just interpreted the literal events of what happened if I had to, I had to like speed read it. Yeah. Um, some other books that have like really piqued my interest are like uh, Logic Supermarket. Um, I've been meaning to read that. Never did. Take my copy. Take my copy. It's really Bro, interesting. I got like four books I want to read. I have yet to start any of them. It's really, really interesting, and it's a shorter read than most. And if you listen to the album as you as you um, uh, read it, it's a lot more fun. Do you listen to music while you read? No, only for Supermarket because it literally had an album associated with it. But for the most part, I again. My full rendering capabilities are in the mode of imagination, and then I just literally, I feel like I'm in VR and like I'm in the book. I remember telling our English teacher senior year that I can read while listening to music. If it's like rap, hip hop, classical, opera, whatever, I can like read and listen to music at the same time. And she looked at me like, "Huh? How?" Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't know. I've just grew up doing, done this, like doing this." And she goes. That's really weird to me. And so, you know, class, I was like, you know, phones away, computers away, reading time only first 15 minutes. I would have my headphones in and she would go and tell a kid, hey, headphones out, headphones out. She would look at me and be like, I know you read while, while, I, like, while listening to music. So I'll let you like slide in. I don't have like one AirBot in or something, but she'll be like, I'll leave you to it, but don't like tilt kids. And I'm like, don't worry. They all know I can read the music and it's fine. If you want to think about it like this, I read Supermarket for that project uh-huh. in those reading times. And again, I told you, like, I, I'm not good at keeping up. I finished the whole book only using those reading times. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah, no, I'm I, honestly, um, I'm in the same boat. I'm really slow to read. If I actually want, like you were saying, if I actually want to like deep dive in the book and like have my own, actually think about the book, 
I need time. I'm not supposed to, hey, read these next four chapters in like two weeks and come back to us. I'll literally start skipping pages because I can't hold yep. on. Yep. Now I'm on the same page. Yeah, no, I know. Same page. Uh-huh. Unintended. <laughs> but not intended. Whatever. <laughs> we can do an episode about books. Um, Because I have a good title, I think. What is it? Kind of what you said. It was like coming to this coming to the same page same page <laughs> uh but um when uh when when i read i can't listen to music or when i do most things i can't listen to music uh, we've talked about this before but i it's because for me when i listen to music right music very easily affect my emotions yeah right and um it, it can very easily distract me as well more the emotions than the distraction but the distraction is also possible so like if I'm in the world of The Witcher, right, and then I'm listening to like Lil Nas, <laughs> it's like really gonna mess up the vibes. And since I know what The Witcher sounds like from playing the games and the music, right, I can I have something to work off of. I'm I'm generating that in my head as you travel Everything. down south, and this one's for the champion. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I'm I I have my own soundtrack because of my I guess like previous experiences yeah, yeah. and also like what I know from the series. So like it's there. And if I mix that, oh, it's not going to work. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like if I'm doing calc homework and I, and I don't want to be mad, I can't listen to like loud music because I will get like pumped up. Okay. And I can't do that for calculus because I have to focus. I'm calling cap on that because I remember in like senior year, us doing calculus one and I was like, yo, I need a song to listen to. And you go, okay, I got you. And you take like a five minute pause and then you come back and you're like, yeah, here's the song. And I, you give me a, like a solid like rap song that's like yelling. And I'm like, Asad, you listen to this uh, while like doing calculus and stuff like that? You go, you go, yeah, bro, look. And you show me that you're listening to that song while solving for like math. Because there's, there's, if I'm doing like practice problems where I already know the procedure, it's just repetition. So that's why music doesn't get in the way. If anything, music will help me. If it's like studying, trying to learn a concept for the first time or coming to grips with something, Count it. Count me out, bro. I can't. I literally can't do anything. And part of the reason why I think I work really well in teams, right? And why physical uh, learning and like you know team-based learning, social learning is like really good for me is because I focus so hard on the learning that if I can share my experience and my knowledge with someone else and they can refine mine, it's much better for me than just sitting in my own thoughts. Music can't help me. I can't focus more than I already can. That's max focus. So I kind of like I need supplement from other people. I think that's how that works. Interesting. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, so like other than supermarket, um, yo, throwback to Origami Yoda. <laughs> I read the Wookiee one 30 times, I think. I literally read the same book 30 times because I just loved it so much. It was just so much fun. And then I think like, I mean, comic books are not really like reading. Yeah, they're but not. I love comic books. Yeah. Like I, I can read comic books all day long. And part of the thing is having an image helps with that imagery in my brain. Yeah. It's like kind of takes the load off. So it's like really, it's really engaging for me because I can even less, I, I don't necessarily have to make up everything. I can just kind of watch it happen. It's almost like watching a short movie. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's reading for me. I don't know. That's just something that I was, I've been thinking about, especially because a lot of kids our age are like kids in general and their relationship with reading it's as time notes. goes on. Yeah. It's all just spark notes. I mean, that's me, but like... Do you think as time's gone on, like, more and more generations of kids become less and less and less adept to reading? Yeah, 100%. Because, like... 100%. Now, like, the kids that I tutor and teach and, like, the ones that I see and interact with, they like reading, but, like, at a shallow level. Like, yeah. probably because they haven't gone to, like, level four or five level of reading, but, like, 
they will read. They don't have a problem with it, but they would much prefer to do math, which that's the weirdest that's thing. That's not right. Would you ever <laughs> imagine a kid being like, I would much rather solve this equation than read Harry Potter? No. Me neither. That kid needs help. If I was a kid, I would have been like, heck yeah, bro. Read all Give day, me some bro. of that HP. Yeah. No, that's weird. I, I don't know. I That sounds weird to me. I don't know. But yeah, no. Reading? Bro, reading is weird. Yeah. Okay, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. And this is like a personal reading is weird thing. Okay, you ready for it? I'm about to blow your mind. You know right now I don't read that much, right? Yes. I use Spark Notes everything or like I try to find a summary or some sort, right? When I was in, I want to say like third grade-ish, really young. It's before I moved to my new house, so I know it's like third, second or third grade. I would read so much, my parents would yell at me. Hmm. It was weird because like I'd be reading like the really big Harry Potter books to the point where my speaking started getting really fast because I was just like picking up really things, right? And so I was reading like banners really quickly and my parents would be like, ah, slow down. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And so... I used to read so much, and and then uh, when I moved to my new school, they would have us like read like a lot. I would read so much, and then I went to middle school, and I tried to keep up with that reading, but I also like didn't have enough time, I guess something. But for some reason, reading just stuck with me for a little while, and I was reading like what was the book we were just talking about? I I funny, mm. or I funny or I even yeah, funny or whatever. That one books so like that, which have like a sense of what am i looking for it's not like creative but it's like that funny you know you're not reading a boring book i i find like not literally but like they're colorful yeah like they yeah. have emotion energy they have some sort of like feeling to them rather yeah, than yeah. literally just like he walked in the forest yeah it was brown it was, was a branch on the floor it's stuff you can relate to as at that time i was a teenager like still i don't know 13 14 15 there's like a weird like gradient with books or like rather there's like a jump between like little kitty descriptions of things and yeah. then just like straight up like dictionary definitions and those kinds of books are the in-between right where it's like yeah. it's both and it is actually interesting and and what's weird well it's weird to me and the reason i'm bringing this up is because i was reading that stuff in like sixth grade per se around halfway through seventh grade i switched from reading books like that to reading uh what's that one book the Devil in the White City or something like that. The Devil in the White City. The Devil Wears Prada? No, no, no. The Devil in the White City. I'll pull, I'll pull up a book for it right now. But The Devil in the White City is this book you're supposed to read in like high school. And it's like an AP, like considered, not AP, it's supposed to be like considered like a really like strong, heavy worded book. And so when I was picking it up in like uh, middle school, the librarian was like, you know, that's for big kids, right? I'm like, I am a big kid. She goes, no, I'm talking about like high schoolers. I'm like, why? She goes, because there's heavy like wording in there, and it's like, it's it's not meant for like readers. And I was like, yeah, bro, I got this. I read every day. I started reading it. First time I read it, I I don't know what I understood from that. But then I kept reading it and reading it. And I was like, oh, this is very interesting. When I returned the book to her, she goes, did you understand it? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, what grade are you in again? Seventh. Huh. Okay, so she started putting me on harder books, and I'm like, "Listen, bro, you about to be my best friend, bro." The librarian was, the putting, librarian was putting me on good books, and literally. I'm like, "Bro, I ended up being like a librarian um, helper, just because me and her got like really good relationship." Dang, bro, you really like books. And I then, thought I like books. And then I got into like eighth grade. About halfway through eighth grade, I stopped reading books, and then I got into ninth, and I still had like I want to read, but I don't read. 
And then from then on, I stopped reading books. <laughs> from then on, I got into Spark Notes. But there was a Devil in Hawaii City. Let me pull that up real quick. And uh, why? I City. think for me, literally in There's elementary a... school, like the moment I had to do reading minutes for books, I was like, F no, baby. <laughs> I just could not. I, I hated it. But yeah. anytime I could read just leisurely, it was amazing. The Devil in the White City, uh, Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. Oh, Eric Larson. He wrote one of the, I think, Threat of, no, no, no. Something. I, I, I know that name. Yeah, he I wrote think, can a bunch you, of Can I see his other works? The Eric. Dead Thing, and the Garden, Thunder, something, Lethal Passage, The Cold Blue. I don't know. But Interesting. This uh, book essentially is just like a murder mystery type thing. It literally it's uh the fair that changed america yeah murder magic and madness at the fair that changed america is a 2003 historical non-fiction book by eric larson presented in novelistic style this book is based on real characters and events so it's like a real book right it's 447 pages <laughs> a in real it. book and i have that book at home and i'm like and I, I i always think about it i'm like how did i get to there like how did i one they just decide, I'm going to pick up one of the hardest books. Bro, if you read age. that book again, and, like, actually, like, look at, there, I guarantee there's stuff that you missed even as a kid. Oh, or 100%. As a middle schooler or high schooler, right? It's going to be sick. Yeah, it was about H, a life of H.H. H. Holmes and the notorious serial killer about the creation of the 18, yeah, World's Fair. And yeah, I remember this book, bro. I'm getting nostalgia. Bro, you know which book, like, also kind of like that, it really messed me up. Like, I loved it so much. Hmm. Um, And then there were none. I remember that. When we read that in middle... I was in uh, Honors English. And when we read that, I literally was like, this book is one of the best books I've ever written. I, like, it's I've ever read in my life. It made me want to read so bad. And then there was this other book. I think I got it as an ebook, but I also had it um, from school because I loved it so much. Give me one second to pull it up. It's like Scorpion. The House of Scorpion. I it was remember. also one of those adult books that because we were in honors English, we read it. Yeah. And, and everybody was like, uh, are you really going to read this? This whole book was about, okay, spoilers for anybody who hasn't read it. I'm just going to quickly synopsis, right? It was about a kid who's the clone of the of a drug cartel leader, but he deviates from being you know the leader of the drug cartel. Yes. But then as he grows up, he still becomes a bad person, right? And then he ends up running the truck cartel anyway. It's so it's like the Godfather, except way more sad because you literally see him as a child. Like he's a kid who supposedly had a dad that left him, and his mom, who was the donor of the egg, right, is his mom, and they're slaves on an opium farm, and it's it's him talking about like him being brought up, and you don't even realize that he's a clone until like the last couple chapters of the book, and and it's crazy because for some reason him of all of those slaves on that farm, right, the the dude really likes. Right, he brings him meets like makes him meet his daughter and all his family and stuff. But they're still servants. It's such a wild book. And then there's this other one called Welcome to Night Vale. Interesting. I read that one as well. That book is trippy. <laughs> that book is like that guy's five year trip. It's actually crazy. Um, it's really hard to understand. And it's all based off this podcast or this radio show that happened a couple years ago. And then they, they kind of like converted the lore of that radio show into a book. I'm trying to think. For some reason, my honors English class wasn't that heavy. Oh, oh, sorry. I don't know why. Sorry to interrupt you. There was one other book I read in middle school, which was amazing. It was like something, The Candy Factory, The Candy Land or something. I don't think I know. It was a bright yellow book and it had like a white circle in it and it was about candy something, but it was about two people, like these main characters and this like, like, like weird place full of candy with these kids. And it's also a mystery of some kind, like a murder mystery. Yeah. That book was amazing. 
it, it was right after we read Maniac McGee or something from middle school. I remember right? Maniac Which, McGee. That book was also so good, but we didn't understand anything in it because we were children. Yeah. But oh my God, that book was amazing. I remember Maniac McGee and I convinced my teacher not to let me read Maniac McGee because I was in the middle of another book. And so she saw me. Um, <laughs> it was so good though. She saw me like really invested in this other book. Actually, I still remember that. I literally was just thinking about this other book. It's called Skeleton Creek. Ooh. It's like a, tri- a trilogy. Menagy. There's a, like four or five books. Um, but the reason I was so interested in this book was because Skeleton Creek, you read like, I don't know, two chapters. At the end of the two chapters, it gives you a link. And in the link you go, and it's like a movie. It's like a short film, essentially. But it's just everything you read in movie form. That's nuts, dude. And I was like, and I got my friend, like, a Blake on and everything. Like, me and him were sitting there in the middle of class. And it's a horror book. Horror movie? Horror book? Whatever. It's a scary book. And it's a thriller. And I, like, finished, like, my chapter. And I told my uh, teacher about this. She was like, oh, okay, cool, yeah. I'll let you, you can log on every single time and just watch it and i would read the books really quickly uh, read the chapters really quickly so i can get to the link and like you get to the link and i look at my friend blake i'm like i'm done he goes i'm about to finish wait for me and then he finishes a little bit and we run to the back of the class we log into the computers those trunky computers and we both put on like our headphones and we start watching it bro let me tell you that is the most interested i've been in a book in my life because it's literally a movie in a book and, like, you would watch it, and, like, you would... I remember in class, it was so quiet. It was, like, reading time, blah, blah, blah. And out of nowhere, me and Blake just freak out because there was, like, a jump scare. And the teacher looks at us like, what happened? Who died? We're like, the, the character? Oh, my God. And we, like, run out of class. And she goes, don't worry about them, kids. Keep reading me and Heck McGee. <laughs> like, we had, like, weird... This was a good book. I had to go back and read it, but it obviously, like, it's it's seventh grade material type reading. And so, like, it was perfect back then, but, bro, this book was peak books. Nowadays, when I'm thinking about, like, I was trying to find the list of books I was trying to buy, but the books I'm trying to read now is either really, like, low-level reading or really high-level reading, and there's no in-between. Like, the book I wanted to read was, uh, one of the books was, I think I might have brought this up before, but uh, one of the books, I forgot what it was called, The Five Regrets of the Dead. Whoa. Or the dying. Yeah, you did talk like about that. that on the life episode that we yeah, did. Yeah, I want to read that book. And then another book I wanted to read was Positive Living and Health, The Complete Guide to Brain and Body's Healing Slash Mental Power. That sounds kind of cool. Whatever. This is just a psychology book. <laughs> it's just a weird, cool looking psychology book. I'm very critical of self help books. I don't because know. There's so many. I don't know how much it's self help, but like it's more of like understanding yourself more. Self help. That's that's basically. Self-help. Is it? I don't know. It's, I mean, it's Except not... it's still therapeutic, and it's more like this is the science. Yeah. You put it together versus literal self help books will literally be like eat this, do this. Do yeah, this. yeah, no, I would not read a book like that. It's more of the other one you were talking about. It's more of like here's how the uh, the mind thinks and blah blah blah. Kind of like what you were talking about earlier. Uh, I I think that's amazing. Like whenever you the one thing i like about books specifically when they have a picture of the main character or something to help you understand what the world looks like initially yeah it helps so much because that's the thing you take into your imagination and then you can use it as an anchor for everything yeah like i don't know if i hadn't played the video games or the book or like watched the show if i would have known what Geralt looked like i saw like art that they made before the games came out it doesn't look anything like what i think Geralt looks like but i can imagine someone who read the book that's their imagination of what the main character looked like right anytime i think of witcher i think thor with long hair and gray hair or i think 
Silva from Valorant. Well, now I think because I know what the I know that Henry Cavill's face is what it looks like. So whenever I think of a real person, I think of Henry Cavill. But when yeah. I think about a video game, I think of what the Geralt in the game looks like. Sure, yeah. But so there was this. I just love that. So that's why I love The Witcher because I know going yeah, yeah. in what he looks like, what the world should look like, what the monsters look like, everything. But there was this one game called Quantum Break. Which was exactly like what you were talking about, except not for the books. It was it was a TV show and a game, so the game would have moments in the in the thing that just like blinked out, right, and then it would carry on. But that whole moment was compressed into an actual TV episode, and all the main characters for their game were mocap from the actors in real life. So the show literally lined up with the video game. So you would play the game, do a level, and you'd have an episode. You watch the episode, you play another level, you watch another episode. It was so cool. And I thought that was, that was like such an interesting thing that like games didn't really do anymore after that. But kind of like with Skeleton Creek, right? That sounds like awesome. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and read Skeleton Creek. I probably find out like online or something. But yeah, no, it was it was it was interesting. It was fun. It doesn't kind of dope. But it was kind of sad because after I finished like all the books, because it was like three or four books, and like it would be it would it was really scuffed, like the 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 movies or whatever. But it's what's the one movie? The, have you ever watched the movie The Chronicles? The Chronicle? The Chronicles? Uh, like it's like three kids with superpowers or whatever. No, it's four kids familiar. with superpowers. Anyway, the, sounds like Narnia, but like kind of almost. But the way it's a lot, not actually kind of at all. It's like rated R. Um, oh. <laughs> but it's like the the kid is uh, recording himself, so it's from like a weird like looking VHS tape looking thing. Um, so it's like really weird camera angles and weird camera lighting and filming but when i finished that book i was so depressed starting my next book because i was like this is nothing like that book i remember remember what book i read after that but i did not enjoy it just because like i I took a break from reading i told the librarian this i was like i need a break from reading just because after reading skeleton creek and then the next book i was like those two are completely different books i was like i don't really know how to continue on with the books you got whipped by the books because you you have that little movie to get to the end and you're excited about the movie and then you're like, oh, I got to finish this chapter and then I do this and I go back and read it and all that. And then like the next book you read is just, hey kids, here's the whole book. That's it. It's just a book. It's just a story. That's it. Part of the crazy thing about like having to imagine all the characters is you get really invested, like really connected yeah. because they're tailor-made to what exactly you think about. So when you get to the end of the book, you're like, that's the last thing I'll ever know that these characters did unless they make a next one. I always used to like continue on with the book and like uh the continue on with like the story in my head after I finished the book. Really? I like, used to be I used to dread the last page. No, as in like as in like I'd finish the book and then right before I go to sleep and I have those weird scenarios in my head, I just continue on with the book. I just like Ooh. make my own little movie. <laughs> Interesting. That's only like a good, way. So, so, like, good the last, way to keep the book alive like, in your memory. Three people died in the last page, okay. Um, but what about like one of them becomes a zombie and I continue on you know, some weird like ideas scenarios in my head and i just continue on and then eventually it'll fall off but in a weird way when i when i like have that creative energy from like looking at a media like book or movie or tv show whatever i channel that into drawing as well so yeah. like how you saying like you imagine they're in a zombie or whatever like i i draw what i wish i could have seen happen or what i want to see happen and like i kind of like set the scenario in my head and it kind of feels cool like that in a way like being able to personalize something from something else that you've seen there's been a book that's pissing me off for the past year. Mm. For the sole reason, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, well. And I, I remember like problem. 2%. I remember, but it was a good book. I remember it was a good book. And it's like some, it's almost, what's the, 
Remember the whole wave of Maze Runner, Divergent, all that, mm-hmm. the Hunger Games? What was that called? That wave? I don't remember. Like, they were like uh, going against society, whatever. Oh, um, 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 Dystopia? I guess, yeah. It was kind of like that type of book, but it was a really interesting book. And I was like, this is, I think it was like two or three books. I remember reading all three books. But I was like, this is a good book. And that book is stuck in my head. And I cannot remember. I remember exactly what scene. They're lying to the guy. Uh, they're lying to one of the employee, the guards. Because him and the girl are trying to get in and like, uh, and take down the, like the main guy, uh, the, the, the villain. But the guy is like, you two, uh, what are you doing up here? And he, the guy goes, oh, you know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to propose to her. And she goes, oh, what? And it's just like, and it's not actually true. They're just making up some random, like, alibi. Like, I'm trying to propose to her. You know, this is the one time I get to see her this week. You know, just, just please. And he goes, all right, kid, uh, go ahead. And they just let him pass. And like, Dang. I'm like, bro, I remember the movie for sure. And like, but before that, the first book, he's like on the streets. And like, he doesn't he know anyone. He's living through rubble in a war. I don't know what the book's called. I just remember parts this of the book. This is nuts, books. man. I literally have no idea. Where it could be any movie that's ever Exactly. That's my issue. I'm like, I don't know how to find it. I don't know where, what to look up in order to find it. Maybe sometime, some days a sentence will come out of your head and, and, that, and then you can just directly search that sentence into Google, see but what comes up. A sentence of a book. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many books out there probably have some sort of something sentence like that? No, Especially in the dystopian be, society looking one. It'll be pretty distinct. I bro, I'm he trying proposed to... to her. The guard was like, oh, kids. Like, yeah. If you even if you remember a character name, honestly. I'm trying to think of the character name. Just names. the character remember, name will bro. be able to you'll be able to find all the all of the media. I remember associated. it's two guys and a girl, and the guy and the girl are like the main character and the girl have like an on and off like tension, but they're not gonna date at all because it was the third guy who's supposed to be the one with the girl, but there isn't good. I don't know, bro. Interesting. It pisses me off. Like, I'm sitting at night, like, I'm trying to go to sleep, but instead of me thinking of that one time I said thank you to my teacher on accident, I'm thinking of that book. Last time you called your teacher mommy. Ooh. Well, Ooh. Yeah, we're not talking about that. But, yeah, I don't know. It's annoying me. Interesting. Maybe we'll have to talk more about books, because I feel like you and I have a lot to talk about. Yeah. I didn't actually think we'd be able to talk about it that long. No, bro. When you brought up books, on, I'm like, he doesn't know. I have a past. <laughs> I have a past before you met me, little man. You will learn over time who I am yeah. and my backstory. <laughs> I hate people who do that. Yeah. I think it's like the weirdest like meta thing ever. Some people do it and it's cute, but some people do it and it's just annoying. What, like fake a past or whatever? Literally, like they, they think they're a character in a show and they're like, Oh yeah, I have a backstory. And you'll figure it out, I, I guess. I used to do that in, like, ninth grade. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would have hated you in ninth grade. Well, you didn't, because you knew me in ninth grade. <laughs> that would have been crazy. You knew me in ninth When did we meet? I didn't ninth know you grade? like that in ninth grade. Yeah, yeah. When did we meet in ninth grade? Towards the end of the second semester? Man, we always, semester? we always have to go over the origin story, because we are... Yeah. We never actually gave him an origin story. That's a good That's a good sign about friendship, when you can't remember how <laughs> you, you can't met. You just, always, just like, always been friends. Yeah. I think... I don't remember how I met Amar, so I don't know. You were friends... With a lot of my friends, including Nat and um, Gopal and Thomas, and were we in a group together? No, no, our group was LCA. That was towards the end. But I think we were I already we were friends before, by yeah, LCA. We were already friends before that group. Oh man, what? Who's in your group for growth to class? Nat, Ashley, me, Gopal. Because I remember I had a group with thomas and i would walk in and i was like new to when i knew met thomas but me and thomas were like friends by then i'd walk in and just see old thomas oh, in the middle i was friends with Lamar, and you were friends with Lamar. yeah so me and you met through Lamar. 
You know who introduced me? Because I remember going up to Amy's group with Joseph and everything, right? Yeah. And then we would all talk. I'd see you and Thomas there because you guys were next to each other. And then we would all talk. Do you remember who? Do you know who introduced me to the Brown Squad? Who? Rohan. Interesting. And then he left me and he went back to like hang out, uh, do something. And I just stuck there for the rest of the year. Hey, man. What can I say? Social dynamics, especially at the school that we went to, were kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Damn, I'm still thinking about that book. <laughs> yeah, man. Let that book drive you to your next thought. I'm, I'm trying to think of that book, bro. It's, it won't come to you. The more you think about it, it'll just deep, it'll look deeper and deeper sink I'm, in I'm, just, I'm just trying to think of what to Google at this point. Because, like, I don't remember the names. I don't remember most of the scenes. I remember two scenes of the whole book. I don't even remember how many books there are. I think there's, like, two. Because I read this in seventh grade. Yeah, I remember I read it, read it in seventh grade. Um, it's a weird dystopian one, whatever it's called. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Hmm. Unraveled? No. Because we read that in uh, high school. I don't even remember what that book was. That was the one where there were like farms of children and like the best genetically fit ones were like unraveled. They were like taken apart all their body parts and organs and they were like given to like... older people who could live longer off of the younger people. That sounds like the promise. And then a couple kids escaped and then they like tried. Yeah, it's kind of like Promise Neverland, but like. That was a good anime. Better. That was a good anime. I'd watch that again. I heard season two was trash, but yeah. Yeah. Did you have anything else you want to talk about? Um. Recently, bro. Okay. Today. This was a weird thought I had and I only bought, I'm only going to bring this up just because. I don't know. It's all. It's all. It was been on my mind since before I started this. Today I was at Starbucks before I came here. Right. I was doing some homework, whatever, h- hanging out with friends. There was a, I guess like a cute little. I don't know if they were dating or not. But there was like a couple sitting next to us. Okay. I think they were freshmen in high school. And yeah. I th- <laughs> remember uh, that high school freshmen. Um, <laughs> and it was awkward, and I couldn't tell what they were talking about. Right. But then I figured out it was their first date. Oh. And that they're planning on going to homecoming this Saturday. Ooh. Ooh. And I stopped doing all of my homework and just eavesdropped for an hour and a half their whole conversation. They were talking about first dates. They were talking about getting to, like, they were getting to know each other. They were talking about, what was the other thing to talk about? Um, Horoscopes. Ugh. And the guy was like, yeah, I don't really think you should be judging a person based off of a horoscope because I don't think horoscopes are correct. And she goes, oh, really? Tell me more. And they went down that road. Hmm. But they were like ninth graders. And I was like, y'all are some cuties. Anyway. And then the mom walks in for the the girl. What? The mom walks in for the girl. And she goes, you know, like, how's the day? She literally walks in and goes, so how's it going and she knows it's their first day or something like that and if I'm my like, mother did that to me on a date i would literally melt oh i mean she was picking her up and, and for all fairness she was still probably, still bro stay in the f- mother flipping car and then like they're talking about like homecoming this weekend on saturday and who's picking who up and whatever and the mom goes yeah so how about this i think his name was i forgot what his name was um she was why don't i just give uh give you my number and then you give your mother my number and that way, you know, moms can do their mom things. Dude, and I was like, dude, don't say that. Being a couple and just meeting and then the parents already... Oh, before you meet the parents, the parents meet. That's crazy. I don't know how how that's far so in scary. they are. But me and Natalie were taking bets that it was their first date. 
just because the way they were talking, their little mannerisms where she was like sipping every now and then and like the way he was sitting and like, because, you know, this, I, I read people for fun and like, I just like try to butt in just to see what they're doing in life, right? I wonder if you like, like spectated me and Priya, if you would be like, yeah, you guys are first date right now or not. Bro, do you want to talk about this? I was going to wait until she comes on the relationship. Uh, no, we can talk about it with that with her. I just remember, especially a lot of her friends, whenever we would interact, literally like a couple weeks into the relationship, they were like, you guys are like an old married couple. Yeah. Like you guys already look like you've been together for decades. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, no, I was going to wait until she comes on for some relationship episode or something like that. But um, we can we can ask her a couple questions. We can also have we can bring a relationship episode where we get a bunch of people I, who are I want a relationship episode just so I can talk about you and Priya. Well, there's an aspect to this whole like thing watching other people from afar, like the strangest things. I was talking with um one of our friends, Michael, right? He was basically talking about, you know, shooting your shot with a girl. I know that you, Tommy, you guys have talked about, you know, Tinder experiences and trying to yeah. do. But like, I guess now as a, um, as a taken man, I don't really have that taken kind of compulsion man. anymore. But when I was uh, single, right, I always thought, I mean, same thing probably all of you guys think, right? Like, I saw someone, I sh- should I do anything about it, right? What should I do about that? That one girl in the airport, you're like, she's cute, should I shoot my shot? We're going to be on the same plane for the next four hours. Dude, <laughs> I actually, my dad, there was a situation where there was like a college girl, I think, and I was in like high school, ninth grade, or maybe even early, or end of eighth grade. And I was sitting next to her, and my dad was in the seat next to me. My dad intentionally sat me next to her so that I could talk to her, just because he wanted me to get more social experience. He would always make me do things that I always thought were uncomfortable, including (laughs) make me be in social... I mean, it was good for me. I needed to grow. I needed... I was really, you know... I was the exact opposite of who I am right now as far as social confidence goes. But, you know, she was so sweet. She was actually talking to me. And I was like... I was like, I want this girl's number. Not for any reasons. I just wanted to keep in touch with her. Right. But I, I was thinking the entire time we were talking, I never, I thought so hard about it. I never got up to actually asking her. Yeah. And now she's like a Berkeley or something. Oh, rip. Well, I mean, now she, she's graduated by now, I guess. So like she's married probably. I don't know. Yeah. No, honestly, she's a lot older than me. The, the reason I brought up the junior whole, year of college, which was just one year, junior year of college. We're in sophomore year. When I was in middle school. Oh, when she was in middle school, she was a junior junior in college. Never mind. Yeah, no. Good good luck shooting your shot with her. Not anymore, man. I'm good. I am all shacked up. Yeah, no. The reason I I brought up just like this this little coinkadink that happened today. Coinkadink? What was the word I was? I don't know. The reason I brought this up was because I tend to, like I said earlier, sit down and listen to people's conversations and stuff like that. Which sometimes i use for getting to know people like we said like in the last one uh last episode or whatever for the the test episode i'll like kind of check out the room just so i can see if you know who's going to be a leader who's going to be beta whatever (laughs) the reason i kind of zoned into their conversation today was because i was like this is adorable i want to see what's going on and then like the guy the girl left and the guy sat there and did a really hard side i'm like Brother, are you okay? Man, actually, it's whipped. But fully saddened. <laughs> I don't know what, what's going on with him, bro. Low key, like side note, like complete side rail. I don't know what happened to him after she left, because he did like a, <sighs> and then paused for a little bit, and then got up, called his mom, came back, sat down nah. for a little bit, 
and then wiped, he went outside to the benches outside or like the little tables outside and sat outside. That's so sad. Until his mom came and picked him up. It is like 40 degrees outside. Dude. <laughs> he if, already had a table inside. Why did he get up and leave? If I got surprised by the girl I liked who I was on a potential first or second initial date with, mom. And I don't think it was they a made they had the potential to talk to my mom. And on top of that, I just met this girl. And on top of that, we're going home. Dude, there's a lot of things for this guy to be thinking about right now. But I don't know what he was thinking about. But I was, was like, I really wanted to just be like, but and be like, hey, then am I, uh, sorry for interrupting. Dude, but, uh, honestly, I would have done that. Like that's one of those like social situations where I feel like I just want to randomly go up to someone, see how they're doing. Just, yeah. Like, just just chat. Be like, hey, how's the day going? But, but so so you were saying like you got to this idea because I got this idea because. We were talking about this last time, how like reading people to understand, you know, who's going to be alpha, who's going to be beta, whatever. And I was thinking the same thing you were talking to Michael about was like, I sit and watch people just to see, you know, how they act, how they interact, who, what type of people are, they are, if they're on their first date, how the date's going. I don't ever use it. I don't ever use that information. Hmm. It's like, if I figure out, oh, you're on a face the first date, it's going horribly. Okay. The guy got up and left. She's cute. I know everything about her now. <laughs> I don't ever use that information. What would you use it for? I don't know. Going up and talking to her. Well, I mean, that's kind of stealing someone else's girl. But if they're on their first date and it looked like it went bad. No, no, no. I feel like that's completely I, I feel okay. Like that's still unethical. I do, however, get what you're saying as far as like you're in a room with somebody and like you can see them. You kind of catch their vibe. You think they're interesting and then you want to go talk to them. Yeah, but I don't ever do anything with that information. I'd figure out like, because you know me, like I can figure out anything about everyone. Um, but I never do anything with that information. I'd be sitting in class and be like, oh, so they're the know-it-all in the class. Okay, should I go be friends with them because they'll give me all the answers? Nah, I'm just going to sit here and struggle. Well, so like, you know, outside of, I guess, an academic or possibly stocky context, if you're like, if you're just like, you know, watching someone from afar and you're like interested in them, what runs through your mind? Because I know me and you have both shared that experience of like, I just want to go up to random people and talk to them. Just, yeah. to, just to see how they're doing. It's like, do you ever have any of that? Uh, do you not act on that? Like, 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 what are you thinking when you just if, see strangers? If I see a, a, a pretty girl and it's not like, I don't know, we'll say that kind of Starbucks again or something, right? Public? Sure, we'll, we'll put it in a public setting. If I see a girl and she's at like Starbucks and I think she's like around my age, she's not a junior in high school, uh, a junior in college like you, um... I'd sit there and be like, okay, she's cute. Oh, have you ever watched you? The show? I actually, I actually watched season three. I don't, I, I like, I don't keep up with the show, but I watched season three with my brother, just like halfway of it, because I was just. Dude, like, but you know, like the general weird. idea. Of it, oh no, right? no, 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 I, I know of the plot and everything. Yeah. I just haven't personally watched. How he it. sits there in his mind, yep, like, oh, yep, and then he's like talking read this to book, her right? in his head. Okay, I'm not that crazy and not that psychopath. It sounds Nick. like you get in there. Close. I'm not. I don't stalk her though after she leaves that's my one thing like i'll sit there thinking like oh interesting you 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 write with your left hand oh well, that's cool oh well, no you spilled your drink okay oops should i go help her no that's too much i'm gonna sit back here oh she looked at me like down. <laughs> see i don't really think about details i like compartmentalize all that stuff real fast and instead of actually like thinking about it i think instead like what if i said this what if i did this so i'll, I'll like start simulating what i can do but I get so stuck in the Sims that I never actually go do yeah, it. Yeah, I never do whatever. I'm waiting for her to do something. Uh, well, is that weird? Well, I, I mean, I got lucky as far as like I got somebody who mutually came to me, right? That that's not normal, especially as a dude, especially in general. Just like you know, people are very shy. 
So I don't think that I used to have that same hope that a stranger would just come up to me and then something magical would happen like in a movie, but it doesn't usually end up like that. Bro, I love I love the day you met Priya just because we all knew something was gonna happen except for you. I thought it was I absolutely would, hilarious. That's what I was telling you. Bro. You know how I, you know how I kept saying in Valorant like why does wall banging work for everyone except for me? <laughs> Whenever I tried to go and find someone, nothing would come of it. Right? Yeah. I would sit there hoping that there was some magnetic attraction similar to what I was feeling pulling the other person to me through fate. Absolutely same. But it never happened, and then. I was telling my brother, like, after I just stopped caring and after I just went on with my life, it just came to me. And then I was like, bro, that's so annoying. Why didn't this work earlier? Right? But I'm so glad where I ended life up. So honestly, I'm fine with that. But no. yeah, when, when I met her, I was I was perfectly not it, wanting a relationship. I was just like, dude, this girl's really cool. Yeah. See, okay. The whole thing of reading other people and watching other people, how they work and move and stuff like that. I watched the way y'all worked and interacted and that's why i was like they're gonna date and you kept arguing with me and i was like no go back to her stop arguing with me i know you guys are gonna be become become a thing no, 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 and no, when no. i talked to the lads about it everyone there and i still remember exactly we were talking we were sitting in front of miss chapelier's desk we were talking about y'all and i explained to them my like my, my my thoughts my reasoning my my discoveries they all agreed because like I don't know, but we saw it happening. And listen, you were like, nah, bro, nah, nah. And listen, then two weeks later, you started dating her or something. There is a phenomena that I will need to coin the term for someday. But males tend to ship a friend in the group with every single female they yes, are in the vicinity. Correct. So, so. When that happened, it was like the bajillionth out of bajillion that you got it done. So it's, no, no, it's no. like, in my head, I'm like, how many of these do I have to write off? So that's why in my brain I was like, oh, it's just another one of these. Get around it, right? If if it wasn't as common, then maybe I'd be like, okay, maybe there's something valid. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, be hypocritical about it. I do it too, bro. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's really I do funny. It. I do it too. It's really 100%. funny. You did it to me, but yeah, but there's more to that. I'm waiting for but you to finish. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you guys are right. It just means that you're doing the same thing, and by chance. You hit bullseye. Yeah, 100%. Maybe that's probably what we do 99% of the time. But that 1% is your 1%. Because the reason is, we weren't shipping you two. We're like, oh my god, we wish they were together. We just knew it was going to happen. There's a difference between shipping, which is wish, and hopefully, and in the future, versus, nah, bro, that's going to happen. Because <laughs> we <laughs> were at, nah, bro, that's going to happen. But at the beginning, I was like, oh, that's like their relationship, like the way they're acting is kind of cute, whatever, it's funny. But then, whenever, like, Priya started, like, doing certain things, I was, I think I was talking to Natalie or Thomas or both, and y'all were doing, y'all, she was, she was like, oh, I'll go help with that, and when you were, like, I told you to go do something, and she was like, oh, I'll go help, do, uh, help with that, you would walk off, and she would go along with you, and she would, like, skip around with you, and blah, 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 blah. Wow. I was like, we're past, I wish, perhaps, to, this gonna happen. When you were picking I will up, coin, this gonna happen. When you were picking up, I just realized... Um, it's a combination of two things, which I guess we can get more into if we ever bring in Priyana or we can talk about this with her. I'm going to have this argument but with her. <laughs> when, when, okay, you and the boys all know that I'm not, okay, I wouldn't necessarily have flirty, but I'm very friendly with a lot of people, 100%. especially strangers. Yeah. So I was doing that with her. Yeah. And she, at the time, did have a crush on me. Yeah. So those two vibes together made it seem like we were interested in each other. When in reality, I was just learning who this person I was. I didn't think you were interested in her. I thought you were 
25% interested in her, but I knew she was really interested in seeing I just thought this is an underclassman who is volunteering. Let's have fun. Yeah, yeah. Sure. That was all I was you thinking think in all the of beginning. That. But I, when I saw y'all's interactions, I knew you were flirty. Like, I, I know the way you act, right? That's fine. Or not flirty, but like... No, 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 you're right. Like the sometimes, niceness of you. Sometimes right? you guys do prove it to me that it is a little... Uh, yeah, that's extra. Extra. Um, But... I knew like you were you weren't too much thinking about it. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. But I, I knew not. she was. And that's why it worked. That's why it freaking worked because <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it. If I ever, ever, even in the past, when I would think about what I was gonna do, I'd overthink. I'd do the same. I'd get lost in my brain. When I just shut it off, bro. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I have all this confidence now, and I'm like, dude, I can go do anything except I, st- I still don't. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So that that's that's my whole thing about meeting a new person, right? And how that ended up, but. What about you? Because, I mean, a lot of our friends are on online dating apps, but also a lot of our friends are going through the struggle of trying to meet new people just in general, uh, electronically, because of just the way things are right now. Yeah. And what I've heard, like, heard them narrate is that, like, it's it's tough. It's, it's like, even more awkward than when you get a girl's number and you have to start talking. Yeah, because whenever you, in person, if you're a girl and I'm interested in you and we're talking or whatever, like, I finally introduced myself. I somehow grew the balls to come introduce myself to you. We're already talking at that point. I, even if it's awkward, like, I don't know what to say. I, we're talking. When it's online, Tinder, Bumble, whatever, Instagram, Twitter, I guess, nowadays. Um, you have to somehow, like a book, they have to catch you. What's the word? They, what's the sentence every every English teacher uses? Judge a book by its cover? No, yeah. Literally? Like, they have to hook you oh, into the book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hook they have to hook you into the book. Um, and so you have to hook the girl in or hook the guy in yeah. it's basically in order become, for them to talk to you. It's become like a de facto like mating ritual at this point. Sure. Like you just, you just have to do some sort of thing to be like, ah, yes. That's as why female, pickup lines are I, I see you as a fit male. You are, you are now allowed in the testing chamber where you will be pitted up against one another and then go see fight. where you're at. You know, yeah. Fight. And that's why pickup lines are a thing. And so it's like, I'm trying to, you know, catch your attention of all the guys in, in your book. I'm the one guy Dude, out there. Dude, wasn't there a time period when pickup lines were like regarded as the worst thing on the planet, they're and now are. they're actually like used the keys to the gates? They're yeah, they're it's crazy. They're slowly coming back in. Some it's of them crazy. are super cringy, but like the not cringy ones kind of work well. So like when you when you when you talk to a girl, what does it or anyone like what what does it look like as far as the proportions of how you talk to them? How much of it is just dry? How much is it is like getting to the deep stuff? How much is it you asking them versus them at like? You know how how does that go for me personally? For yeah, yeah. Because what I've seen, oh boy, this is about to with get. a lot of our other friends is it's this like static analytical conversation. What do you do? What do you like? Yeah, I like that. I do this, and then you sometimes fixate on one thing and just that's what I tell most of. Don't talk about it so much. You literally just talk about one subject to death, and then you're, you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs and you're like well what do we talk about now yeah no it's it's 100 like dry like weird like robotic questions like that i personally try not to get down that road but in order to actually start something and get to that like fluid conversation you might have to start off with robotic questions which is stupid and hard and unfortunate but sometimes it's like how do i start this conversation oh hey uh what'd you get furniture for Oh, okay, interesting. How do you do that? And you, I don't know. You have to have an opening line. Bro, you know Some opening is? lines don't work well, and that's the yes. issue. Most, most, tend most not of them to. do not work well. You know what I just realized, bro? Hmm. One reason I think I like talking to um, sad people 
oh, is boy. because, or like people who are going through something, is they're much quicker to open up. Yeah. Either they shut down completely, which uh, again, there's totally the right, but you can get to the deep stuff pretty quick. Like yeah. if I, I remember all the time, I just see somebody a little bit down looking at their stuff all sad, furrowed brows, and I just come up to them and be like, hey, hey, hey what's going on? And I'm like, uh, and this is not, I'm like, okay, um, do you, you know you want to talk about it? Like, sure. And then it, immediately, just that little bit of exchange, and then you bam, you're in it. Yeah. I feel this way. I'm feeling sad. Oh, I don't know what to do. Now, if you can take that, but in a positive aspect, into someone you want to meet, either date or that's whatever. That's what I did when I wasn't thinking about exactly. it. That's what, that's what, that's what everyone needs to do, but it doesn't work half the time. Yeah, which is unfortunate, unfortunate part. because you're trying you you might be the perfect person for your significant other but you have to get to that part where you're talking and stuff like that so online dating and tenders and stuff like that it's all literally a book you're judging a book by its cover and then you got you got to get the hooks in see you know something i guess that's changed in the pandemic is like before I would, I guess I was also in a situation where people were more social. So I would like be super open to knowing people. But now in college where people are like kind of antisocial. Yeah. And I, because I already have X group of people who I know to a good amount that I feel like I don't need to know, learn, like meet new people. Like I just don't, I don't have the energy in me anymore to just like learn and dedicate myself to a person to help them and like figure out their life and stuff. So like when I meet new friends in college, I just I think I just naturally like block myself and I like make it very per- like like uh pat what's the word platonic not platonic but like um surface level yeah superficial like I'm just like hey, do you like this I do this what age were you when you did this I I like this subject here's the answer to this do you need help with like like I don't know I just feel like I don't I don't I don't have the urge to make new acquaintances right but, you know uh, past romantic stuff just like new people in general I want to. I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but I'm gonna bring it up. Screw it. Um, Think about this. I can always edit it out. No, I don't really care. And I don't know how far into the pandemic when we were, everyone was at home and locked down. I got really bored. I got really like lonely at some point or something. Like I was just not talking to anyone at one point. So I was like, you know what? Let's meet new people. Right? Let's. Just, I didn't. Let's. I was just like, let's just meet new people. So I would go on my Snapchat and add randos, right? And. They would add me back sometimes. Sometimes it wouldn't. They would add me back. I'd be like, hello. <laughs> They'd be like, hello. And I'm like, okay, listen. And I, I know this is weird. You probably don't know me. But I'm just really, really bored. And I'm really down to meet new people. And some most of the people that I would talk to, they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, no, I'm down to talk. Like, I'm also bored or whatever. And they would talk back. That was a weird experience because most of them I don't talk to anymore now. But it was kind of also some. Most of them are kind of dry. They were like, "Yeah, okay, that's cool. Like, I understand that." But everyone else was like, "Oh, okay. Um, hi, my name is Julie. Hello, Julie. How are you today? And I'm down to talk, bro. I'm down on being fluid DTT, and all that stuff, bro. Down to talk. And they're like, "Oh, yeah. I have to go to bed. Bye now." And they'd just be like, "Oh, okay, cool. Next." <laughs> um, but like. It was a weird experience, but at that point, I was really understanding how people work. Just I was like, everyone wants to talk to someone new, but they don't want to get into that. They don't. They need to just jump past that first introduction point where everything is just weird. Yep. Even people I know still will do that, and I'm always like, man. Again, that's why sad people are great. Yeah. They just get. They just cut to the chase. They talk about 
Is that why we like being therapists? I think to some degree that might be why. Just because, like, yeah, it's it's a more interesting talking to someone who at least will talk back to you than someone stable who's not really doing anything. Is it because they talk back to us or is it because we are great listeners? Well, I mean, inversely, right? We're very stable people. Like, <laughs> regardless of what's happening, like, good, I think it might be bad as well. It just doesn't phase us. So I've been told by a lot of people, like, a lot of my friends are like, why don't you ever talk about yourself? True. Right? And they're like, you must be going through something, right? And I'm like, I mean, sure, I guess I describe it. And then I'm, but they're like, but how are you so, like, calm? Or how are you so, like, put together? And I'm like, mm. it makes us uninteresting people. <laughs> Bro, and my whole... But, but so we focus on talking to other people instead. My whole relationship... the fact that we're boring. With half of our friends, especially the girls in our group. Natalie and Sienna, anytime they would talk to me, like, Ibrahim, I know you're going through something. Talk to me. Ah, I'm good. I'm what? chilling. How are you? How are you good? Um, I'm, I've lived through life before by myself. I know how to get through this by myself. Ibrahim, that's so depressing. Talk to me. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm good, bro. I'm chilling. There's an element of it that I do agree with that there is a lot of, like, personal development and, like, feeling that you can get from opening up. Yeah, 100%. I find it a weakness when I complain, though. Um, Which is too. something that I have. I'm trying to get over as well. Especially can we, can being we with stop a, being the same person. Being with a significant <laughs> like, like yeah, me too, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, like being with a significant other. That's something you kind of have to get over. Yeah. Not necessarily like all girls are emotional, but you know, when you care about something, you you really want them to come to you as much as you want to come to them. That is actually a dangerous thing in a relationship, right? When the other person feels like they're just chewing your ear off all the time, your 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 ability to be super stable actually will hurt your relationship. Yeah, because then it's like. I'm just you're talking, never you're not, doing anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm always You're not talking. putting up. I'm doing 95%. It's either, it's either you're not doing any effort or like, I'm really worried for you, but I can't get through to you. Yeah. So I've been trying to like get myself to talk about more, yeah. com- not get as mad at myself when I complain. Yeah, because immediately in my brain, I'm like, you're being a little B word. Yeah. Stop complaining. Yeah, no, I was, I opened up. There was a point in time where like me and Sienna were really, really close and I opened up and like, we just talked about like everything. We had this thing where we were just, Anytime there's an issue, even if it was small, big, whatever, would come and talk to each other about it. And then she went off to college and we kind of like set a uh, distance a little bit. And I was like, and I kind of, you know, when, whenever you're playing a video game, or whatever, and you, you get healed back up and you can see the little like bars heal back up, you know, oh, and like man. you can feel it. It's about f- to sound sad. It's about to sound really weird and sad and like stupid. I felt the little like reheal whatever like the bar go back up of i don't really need to open anymore oh that's the reverse of what i was thinking oh maybe not i don't know interesting so you felt good that you didn't have to talk about yourself i don't know if it was good or not but i felt it like i no longer have to talk or open up to anyone which was a negative and a positive but i felt that bar go back up i think it was your brain or like you understanding that you don't have to divert energy to having to think and talk about yourself anymore because I do feel that all the time. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to talk about myself. So when I'm in situations where like I can trick someone and just talking their my ear off, I'm like, okay, at yeah. least I'm not talking about myself. And I, I, I guess I agree. I feel, I feel that energy come back. Whatever. I'm like, ah, I'm in the clear. I don't need to talk about myself yeah. anymore. It's good. But I don't know. Like at this point now, if she like you, she or you or anyone else was like, yeah, open and talk about yourself. I'd be like, nah, I'm good. But I'm like, yeah. didn't you just spend six months talking to me about yourself? Yeah. Well, what about now? I'm nah. good. I think I think it's very again. I like organic conversation and getting to the deep of it. But yeah, if somebody just straight everybody because I'm so I don't know stoic. I guess like so like stoic. 
that, that sounds like a I feel bad using the word that is positive. Stoic also just means like yeah, like unchanging, like you know, yeah. very in control. Um, I they'll be like, dude, why don't you talk about yourself? And then immediately I'm like, there's nothing. My whole brain just wipes, and I'm like, I have nothing to say. Yeah. There's nothing going on. The other day, Natalie, while, while we were studying, she goes, yeah, like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm okay. I'm chilling. She goes, continue. I'm like, I don't have anything to continue on. Like, that's all I got. I don't know what else you want me to say. We'll open up a little bit. Well, I don't have anything. Literally, my brain be like, huh? Bro, that's why. System error. Late 404. night IBC with the boys is the best because it's just everybody yeah. tripping on their butts Late at night, chugging some good root beer and uh, sugar and, you know, sweet, whatever thing, cola or whatever. Yeah. What is that? What is it? What is it? the gold one? The brown one's root the beer. Uh, uh, no. Cream soda. Cream soda, yeah. Cream soda. Just chugging some cream soda, just chilling. Oh, that was the best, bro. The days we sit down at night and, like, just all the boys are talking, being depressed are like very interesting because the next day you wake up and you feel rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. Amar, especially when he loses sleep, he gains personality. <laughs> he is much it's more like crackhead hours. He is much more talkative. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of fun. I, I read this one thing a little while ago. Um, it was like girls go to therapy and guys start a podcast that, whenever they're yo, depressed. <laughs> yo, hey guys, welcome to our depressed podcast. Dude. Maybe that's why three fourth of our, uh, episodes are like sad a little bit. Maybe. I mean, I feel like it's sad, but it's also like intelligent. That's I, feel like, I mean, for. I've talked to you about this before, but like there's truth to that because subconsciously, right? We really don't want to complain, but I guess even more subconsciously in like our ego, right? Underneath the super ego, we're like, I do want to complain. I do want to complain, so but we, not about myself. So I'll choose a different. Topic. Yeah. So we like slyly complain via other things, and yeah. since we're not actually talking to anybody in particular, it's just you and me and the viewer, right? Yeah. Right now, we're all just chilling. It's 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 easier than accepting the fact that you actually have to open up to another person. You well, know, we should just have an episode, or like it might have to be like part one, part two, where we just sit there and we just talk about life. We force ourselves to open up. <laughs> That would be so much fun, but we would need a moderator. We would need somebody who can like navigate us and like really drive. Because yeah, my we my brain gets tight. We should go to therapy and record it, dude. That would be crazy. We should go to therapy and record it and tell our therapist we have two uh, we have two sessions with you and that's it. I think I've told you this before, and I think you will be the same way. Where me and you, because we know so much about psychology and because we're so you know, we would argue back introspective. Yeah, we would be like, yo, therapy, therapy dies me, bro. Bet. Bet, do it. Ask me about ask me about myself. I have mommy issues, bro. obviously. What about that, bro? Yeah, ask I, me about any. I know I have mommy have. issues. Yeah, yeah. Page forty five of the DSM. Okay, listen. It has this, 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 yeah, you know, I, I think I've talked about this before as well. Oh, this is going to be a big one. Have, are you the kind of person that... Yes. I guess this is a hypothetical for something JK. in an episode. We have an idea later. It doesn't matter. Are you the type of person that if you were like to receive bad news about either like your health or your mental health, mm-hmm. you would rather not want to know? I feel like this is one of those Myers-Briggs test questions. Kind of. Like, I'll give you my answer, and I guess you can 
think about yours unless you're already uh, no i mean if it's like you have cancer i'd rather know I think you're mentally unstable. Yeah, I already know that, Especially brother. when I was taking my psych class, the entire time I was like, man, it's so easy to self-diagnose. A lot of these things sound like something I do. I don't want to go to I don't want to go to the therapist or a psychiatrist because if they do diagnose me with this, I'm going to be so in my head about the fact that it's there's a label for it, there's a name for it, right? There's there's like I can placebo myself into believing all the symptoms. Yeah. So I find myself, even if I have bipolar or if I'm ADHD or if I have some, if I'm on the spectrum, even a tiny bit or any of these things, right? I find it better if I don't know, because then at least I can placebo myself into thinking I'm normal and then I can just manage all that stuff without feeling like I, it's not a weakness by any means to have a disorder, but it would feel like that. That's part of the insecurity of having, having that kind of illness, right? Or yeah. uh, affliction, right? So I would, I would be actively thinking, um, I'm like, I have ADHD. There's no point. It's too difficult for me. Versus right now, I'm just like, dummy, pay more attention. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, sweet Anita, the tr- streamer, the one with the Tourette's. Kind, yes, the one who curses like with yeah. her with her tics. Yeah, yeah. She spent like majority of her childhood not knowing she had Tourette's, right? And then until one day she went to like the doctor, and Tourette's finally became a thing, and and uh, CDC or whatever, and she got labeled. Uh, she not labeled. She got diagnosed. Like, she got diagnosed. That's the word labeled. <laughs> she got diagnosed. She was socially identified. <laughs> she was diagnosed with Tourette's. She then understood, like, oh, this is all, like, Tourette's. It makes sense. She, back up. I would want to know if I, like, say I have, like, ADHD or something. I would want to know because I'm like, ah, that makes more sense. This is my ADHD acting up. This would be, this is why I do this. If you know what I mean. If you're picking up and I'm putting down. Yeah. It would put a reason to why I do certain X, Y. But then at the same time, I don't want to make the excuse, but I do see that people make the excuse where they'll... I can sympathize, right? Like you, you, we talked about this last episode. I have a cat, but I can say I sympathize a lot. Yeah. But what I find sometimes is people with some sort of medical thing, they'll use that as a crutch or an excuse. Thomas? Uh, sorry. No, no, <laughs> not Thomas. Well, people worse, people worse. Like Thomas people who are ADD. like, oh, I have ADD. Like in our projects, right? People who are like, I just have ADD. Yeah. So I don't, I can't work. And then they just don't work. And I'm like, okay, well, Arch, you want to like work, like push through that or like we can work on something we can come to an agreement about it. like it's just like oh yeah i have xyz meant sometimes they're also lying yeah sometimes they self-diagnose and they're like oh yeah i have did i'm not me right now i'm someone else she'll be back soon okay i think lying is a it's a different route it's 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 all the same because to you you don't know maybe and in the same way i feel like if i knew that i would start making excuses too and i would get in my like on a test right if I, mean, I was, I if say, I was in the middle of a long problem and it was taking me too long, nowadays I just go, dude, why is this taking you so long? But if I had something like ADD, I'd be like, you have ADD, bro. There's no way you're going to figure this out. No, I wouldn't use an excuse. I'd be like, ah, I, I just recognition. I'd be like, ah, okay, this is my ADD acting up. <laughs> but I'd be like, hey, professor, listen, I got this far into my math equation my ADD is kicking up. I'm, I don't know what, what to do next. Like, I'd, like, well, the unfortunate it, thing is, but, like, like go for it. in actual, like, exams and stuff, you can't do that, right? You know what I mean, though. Like, if, you, if you had, like, a thing, all they would do is be like, okay, you have one more hour. <laughs> that's they it. might give you that's a person to help you, you with it. Actually? Yeah. There's a thing what? where, if, like, you have a certain disability, I think it's like literally every exam, like, if you need help, uh, disability act or something, 
to let them know. So therefore, like, I they thought can it was just you. time accommodation. I didn't know it was. Like, That's why, uh, in like middle school and high school and elementary school, whenever you see those kids that have like disabilities, or whatever, go into a separate room. There's usually someone else in there either to help them like understand certain things or just like to watch them for the next extra hour. I forget in psych class what we called it, but there is a difference, and people get offended. When you call something that's not a disability a disability, yeah, and I'm rem- I'm trying to think like because like ADD is not, I don't it's know, a disorder I guess, but it's not a disability. I, I, some people think uh, there's like a you know an idea a movement of like you know just because you have a thing it doesn't mean you're disabled, right? But isn't ADD and ADHD literally and one of the D's is disorder? It's disorder, not disability. Yes, because a disability means that you have the inability to function properly. Yeah, right. So like you can't drive, you can't talk, you need uh, someone around you, right? That's what those parking spots are for. You need the assistance, you need the, the crutch. Yeah, or, not crutch, but uh, I'm gonna step on some toes. <laughs> but um, like for example, right? Like like deaf people, I, I I know a lot of them, right? And one of the things in the deaf community is they say that deafness is not a disability, even though it. I guess medically, CDC it has been diagnosed. They they say it's not because they can function just fine. They're they're normal people. Yeah. Other than the fact that they can't hear, their brains are the same. They know everything the same. They can do everything the same. It's all fine, right? It's just that they can't hear. So, I don't know. I, I I'm really curious to see how that evolves over time. Like the definition of a mental illness, the definition of a disorder and a disability, and what we classify. Like autism are the um. You got to re, re uh, shuffled around to be ASD, autism spectrum disorder, yeah. right? Instead of people saying you have Asperger's this or one other type this or you're on the spectrum here, they just created a the whole thing, and they put like ADD at one end of the spectrum and stuff like that, different personality, uh, antisocial disorder abilities and things like that. So it, it's definitely evolving. It's uh, definitely changing. I'm the gonna I'm gonna end my thoughts on this. I remember I think seventh grade I was going to school, sixth grade I was going to school. My mom was dropping me off at school. And I was like, mom, I think I have ADHD. And she goes, do you ever read, a pa- uh, while you're reading your books, do you ever read a page twice to understand it? I was like, yes and no. She goes, what do you mean? Yes and no. I'm like, sometimes I'm just zone out and like, I, you know, I don't, I forget to read, but sometimes when I read it and, and no, then like, I'll read it and then I won't come back. I don't know what I told her. Essentially, I, I was like, no, I don't always, she asked me if I read it and I understand it. Do I come back and read it again? I was like, no. She goes, then you don't have ADHD. I'm like, what Arab test did you just run on me to Dang. tell me I don't have ADHD? Dang. And then the more I grew up, I'm like, mom, I think you were wrong. She goes, nope. And she would carry on. I'm like, we don't, I have never gotten tested for any of that stuff. Well, the difficult thing that, it, especially for ADD, is kids naturally have low attention spans. Yeah. And your critical thinking, your reading, and your literacy skills really build depending on how much you read and all that stuff. I also thought the same thing. I would always ask my mom. I was like, mom, do I have some sort of like thing that is not diagnosed? You guys just haven't told me for my safety. And they're like, no, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't know. My parents are not willing to go take this normal. test. Uh, my parents have not either. They're like, why? I'm like, what if I have it? Like, I have so many issues and you brought it up before. Nah. Yeah. But it, that's why for children, it's really hard to figure it out, right? Even at like in like high school, at some point, I was talking to my mom. I'm like... Maybe I should go to therapy. She goes, maybe you should. Never got through that. <laughs> never, mm-hmm. got, never went to therapy. I was like, maybe I do have ADHD. I think maybe. it would be uh, interesting for you to go to therapy. Not to get diagnosed necessarily, but to just feel just learn, to go learn to a therapy. little bit more by yourself. Bro, everyone and their mothers are telling me to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Our school counselor was telling me to go to therapy. <laughs> if a counselor's telling you to go to therapy, that means something, bro. She goes, Ibrahim, I don't want this to come off as like a rude thing. 
but can I suggest we go to therapy? I'm yeah. like, why? You are my therapist. No, I get paid to be a counselor, not a therapist. <laughs> I'm like, no, Wiles, you're my therapist. <laughs> yeah. I, I think final thoughts, I guess, for me is just like, I don't know. Psychology is really cool. I really like learning about the human mind. Well, we can honestly change this whole podcast, like two bros and a beer, two, two brains and, a, and psychology. Two, two brains and, a, and one head. Two brains and a beard. <laughs> two brains and a beard. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. We can have a whole other episode. We can have like nine. Anytime we don't know what to talk about, throw out a psychology episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's kind of how we work anyway. We're just like kind of socially analyzing Everything. most things. We're just talking about books. Somehow we got into ADD, ADHD. This is another kind of method of me trying to nip it in the bud so I don't have to think about it to keep things natural. But yeah, I like it how it is. You know, yeah. I don't like to think about it too hard. Don't want to be too meta. Too meta, too meta. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, I think, yeah, I think we need to end it here. We're getting pretty long. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for hungry. listening. Yeah, I'm also getting hungry. I saw something about Spamasubi on my phone and I was What's like... What's Spamasubi? It's sushi, but instead of sushi, it's Spam. Ew. It's actually pretty good. Ew. I don't like spam. It's like kind of like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like seared a little bit. It's not bad at all. Anyway. Okay. One day. Uh, I hope y'all don't eat that. What? No, go eat that. What you mean, bro? It's fire. I hope that all y'all are chilling. Are you yawning in the middle of the podcast? That'll be fun. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because now the caffeine has fell. (laughs) The caffeine I brought a Kit Kat for you to eat and you're like, no, bro, I'm good. Yo, yo, yo. Kit Kat's not going to ignite me. There's a little bit of sugar for you to like pump. There's also caffeine in the chocolate. That's too much. You could have said that. That's too much. I don't think there is, though. I think there's more sugar than there is caffeine. Oh, no, for sure. But there's a tiny, tiny amount of caffeine in all cocoa-based products. Okay, listen, brother. End the podcast. (laughs) No, you didn't. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed. If you think we are weird people, thanks. Congrats. You, we, we agree with you as well. Yeah, I hope y'all. I mean, not I, we're not out here to educate, but like no, you know, no. we're just I hope, I hope y'all are doing good. I hope y'all are feeling okay. There's, I hope everything's going all right in your life. For newspapers, there's the facts section and there's the opinionated section. We fall in the opinionated section. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If you if you guys want to just you know toss us a comment, let us know how you're doing. Better help if you want to sponsor us. I would love that. Give us a book recommendation. We we could talk about psychology for hours and hours and hours. Give us a book recommendation. Screw all that. That's true. That's I'd true. read a book. I need to get back. I recommend books. The Witcher. I recommend Supermarket. And there's this one other one about like Native American boy who time travels. It's pretty cool. We read it for our English class as well. It was one of the optional books. You read it. I did not read anything. Yes, but it was amazing. It's like Bullseye something. I spark notes it. What about you? Book Rex. Skeleton book Crew. Rex. Skeleton Creek, but that's an easy read. If you want a really hard read, A Devil in the White City. Um, if I can figure out the name of the other book, I'll tell you. Yeah, we'll figure that one out. Bro, someday. that's going to take me like four. It's been five years since I read that book. And I still can't remember mm. the name of it. <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah. Catch you guys in the next one, all right? Thank you all. Bye. Have fun. Bye.